Welcome to another beautiful Sunday service at the Lighthouse Digital Church. I'm in a playground just to show you how much the world, the universe is a playground for me because I serve the God of all possibilities. That was the message from last week's Sunday. Now, why is God the God of all possibilities? It's because he's God and not human. And he's not limited by human limitations. Just like the widow at Zarephath with the one jar of oil. Just like Sarah who was well past childbearing age. Just like Mary, just like Lazarus, just like the 5,000 and the 4,000 that were fed with very few loaves of bread and few fishes. Just like countless of other miracles that are still happening even today. Now, what was the key lesson for me from last Sunday? I'm telling you, it's from the widow at Zarephath. She went and borrowed the jars of oil oil just as the prophet of the Lord had instructed went to her house and shut the door because once the word of the Lord goes forth you do not subject it to human litigation you do what it says promptly when he says it and as he said it because God's word is supreme it is above every other word now today's message is titled the supremacy of God's word and I think it is the perfect continuation from the series we just ended remember we had been treating a series titled digging your trenches in the valley which we just ended last week Sunday and today it's about God's word now why is God's word supreme again I'm just gonna tell you it's because he's God he's not human it is his word that makes impossible things possible now it looks like I'm already getting into the message before Pastor Davis. <laughs> I'm sorry Pastor, just consider me excited. Now let us head over to service and hear the main message from Pastor Davis. I hope you are as excited as I am. Bye for now. Hello, good morning, good morning. I'm just so delighted that you are in church today. Today, I'm so excited to share the word of the Lord with you. In fact, today, I believe the word you're going to hear today will be the beginning of transformation in your life. Today, I'm going to be talking about the supremacy of the word of God. The supremacy of the word of God, which means the word of God has the highest authority in this life. The highest authority in this life. So, 
to um, enhance our worship experience and to prepare your heart, I'm going to ask my team to play a music called Ancient Words. Ancient Words. Now, that music is going to be talking to you about the immutability and the indestructibility of the Word of God. How the Word of God, if embraced, will change your life. How fads may go and come. Kings may be replaced and changed, but the word of God can never be dethroned. The word of God does not go out of fashion. Very important. Now, what does that have to do with you? Because when you believe the word of God, with that doggedness that I'm trying to convey today, and you stake your life on the immutability of the word of God, heavens and the heavens and the earth may pass away but not one word of the Lord will go without being fulfilled which means whatever God has spoken to you will come to pass now over the series I'm going to share about you know uh, maybe not today about the infallibility of the word of God but I'm also going to talk about what you can do to limit God moving your life because Jesus Christ said to the Pharisees he said your tradition the traditions of men makes the word of God of no effect in your own life which means the word of God has the potency to change lives but you can make the word of God to not work for you as powerful as the word of God is you can make the word of God to not work for you by the way you think about the word of God the disposition you have towards the word of God you know and the traditions of men when you're bringing culture <laughs> you know into the word of God then you nullify the word of God you nullify the power of that word from working in your life so please sit back and relax and let the, the team will play a short song for you for four minutes i'll be back to start the new series god bless you
Father, in the name of Jesus, we come to you this morning to understand the immutability of your word. <laughs> we come to you this morning to understand the, inf- the infallibility of your word. We come to you this morning, Almighty God, with our hearts opened to hear about the ancient words, the words that do not go out of season. We have come to hear the words that you used O oh god to create the universe we have come this morning almighty god to encounter destiny you have placed in our heart a vision that over the next 12 months we will experience the miraculous but now lord we start to enter into a new series to begin to know how we can cooperate with what you are about to do in our lives grant on grant us understanding this morning and grant me the eloquence of speech and the impartation of the Holy Spirit to be able to disseminate your words with clarity, with simplicity, that everyone will live here with understanding of what they need to do and the boldness to act in the way that will glorify your name. Thank you, wonderful Father. Glorify Jesus, edify your people. In Jesus' name, we pray. Praise God. Now I'm starting a new series today called The Supremacy of the word of God. Now, how did this word come to be? How did how did God give me this word? I want to share a story with you that happened to me recently. Recently, I was mowing the grass in my garden. I got a accessible number of accessible garden here in my house. Also, also mowing the grass. And a couple of weeks ago, me and my wife would mow the grass, but the grass grew up again. And as I I was mowing this particular section of the garden where the they seem like the grass there were kind of luxurious the, the way the grasses felt there was like seemed, seemed like something that was quite luxurious was like um the grassland that was it has a lot of grass and it was so it was just different so i i sort of moved closer to look at the grass i started thinking what in the world made this grass that I caught a couple of weeks ago just grew up very quickly and the way it was looking was looking very very rich as it were very rich and as I ponder on that the Lord brought into my heart what God said in the book of Genesis chapter 1 verse 11 to 12 you know which talks about the father God spoke to the land to bring forth grasses or vegetation in abundance let's go into the text and read it Genesis chapter 1 verse 11 to 12 says, So God said, Let the earth sprout tender vegetation, plants yielding seed and fruit trees, bearing fruit according to, that is limited to, or consistent with their kind, whose seed is in them, upon the earth. And it was so. Verse 12, The earth sprouted and abundantly produced vegetation. 
the earth sprouted and abundantly produced vegetation plants yielding seed according to their kind and trees bearing fruit with seed in them according to their kind and god saw that it was good and he affirmed it and sustained it now this word is scripture that the holy spirit brought into my attention as i was looking at the, the portion of grass and i was wondering how in the world could this grass just grow up so quickly when i just mowed it a couple of weeks ago the lord brought this into my heart essentially saying this grass is following this portion of grass is following the command that god issued right from the beginning of time when god spoke to the land and asked the land to bring forth vegetation in preponderant measure the land never ceases to produce the grass and as long as the grass is keyed or is keyed into uh, the ground it will always grow up essentially when you have a portion of land and you decide to clear the pathway if you leave that portion of land alone and you come back two years later the place will have grown up again why because the land continuously supplies the nutrient that this the grass needs to grow and god then said to me the law of god the command of god that was that was issued in the beginning of time that was spoken to the land that was spoken that there was spoken to the land and that the grass feeds from has never ever ceased to work which means the spoken word of god never ceases to work as i began to ponder on that the question that then popped up in my mind was what words have god spoken to me has god spoken to me that i have believed what words have been spoken to me that i have believed and therefore if there have been words or promises of god in the bible spoken to me then i have the right to believe that they are going to come to pass i want you to understand what i'm saying here i'm basically saying if god has given you a word concerning a situation or if you have not heard an audible voice or you have not heard a prophecy but you have read in the bible what god said about the situation i'm saying to you i want you to have a dogged assurance that the word that god has spoken will come to pass because god watches over his own word to perform it god watches over his own word to perform it so the word of god is supreme in the sense that it has the highest authority or is of the highest rank in this world the word of god therefore should be the supreme authority in your own life it should be the supreme authority in your own life so what i want to share this morning that god laid in my heart is to bring our attention back to the immutability of the word of god to the indestructibility of the word of god to bring our attention back to the fact that the word of god is should be our numero uno should be our number one it should be our number one um advisor in this world but it should be number one that advises us that teaches us that helps us that trains us all right which means when you are facing a situation and you have to choose between the word of the world and the word of god you should choose the word of god all the time 
the Bible here says in the book of First Corinthians, I believe in chapter two, it says that uh, that God does not want our faith to be based on the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. God wants our faith to be based on the power of God. Now, if you think about faith, the Bible says in the book of First John chapter five that our faith overcomes the world. So, faith is the overcoming force of the world, right? But in that First Corinthians chapter two, it's saying that God does not want our faith, that which overcomes the world, to be based on the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Why is that? Because the wisdom of men will perish. The wisdom of men does not go beyond the wisdom of men, which will not last a lifetime. But the power of God will always be there. The Bible says to us, makes us understand that Jesus Christ is the power of God. Jesus Christ is the word of God. Jesus Christ is the wisdom of God. All right. So God wants your faith to be based on the power of God. So the same way in which the word that was spoken in the beginning that was spoken about to the grass or spoken to the land to produce the grass has never failed to work so will your word or the promises that God has made to you will not fail to perform that which God has sent it because God watches over his own word to perform it when you look at nature nature reeks of abundance Nature reeks of abundance. And that abundance that nature reeks of reminds us of the power inherent in the word of God to create abundance to manifest in your own life. To create abundance to manifest in your own life. Let's go back to the text. Genesis 1 verse 11 to 12. I want to show you something here that will bless you. The Bible here says, Let the earth, let the earth sprout. Tender vegetation. Let the earth sprout. You see that word sprout. I don't know whether you can see the picture. The worst part is to luxuriously provide for something that comes out in preponderant measure. Sprout. 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 Something coming out in abundant measure. That's what, what the word sprout means. Now, therefore, when you look at that word sprout, actually, you can see that leading in the voice of God is a, is a, is a command of, of prosperity or the command of abundance. Sprout means bring much more than. Let it be much more than. So, nature knows no lack. Lack is a thought concept. From the point of God, nature does not know anything as lack. Which means you should also not know anything as lack. Lack is a learned behavior. Lack, lack is a learned behavior. So, you should not embrace lack-mindedness because nature reeks of abundance and this abundance that nature reeks of is the same abundance that god wants to flow into your life so lack is of the devil abundance is of god say that with me lack is of the devil abundance is of god praise god forevermore so everything in the universe therefore responds to the word of god how do i know that when god spoke to the land and said let the land let the earth or the land sprout tender vegetations plant yielding seed when god said to the land land now sprout off sprout out uh, sprout out vegetation bring forth abundantly vegetation god spoke to the source 
the land to bring forth to bring that out all right so it means that this since that world has never failed where the land continues to bring forth vegetation it means the word of god spoken over your life also will remain the same that word cannot be changed that word cannot fail because god is backing up his own word to perform it so everything in nature everything in this life responds to the word of god so essentially you can say since everything responds to the word of god the word of god is supreme above all so the supremacy of the word of god is seeking to get your heart to believe a couple of things number one that the word of god causes a thing to become if something does not exist but if you get to speak the word of god over that thing that thing becomes that thing take that thing takes form of what is spoken about number two the word of god produces result the word that god speaks produce result essentially when god says nobody is going to do that nobody's going to cross this line that is a result the result shows up why because god has spoken and the third thing i want to say is that the word of god maintains all things the word of god maintains all things praise god which means there's something existing what makes that thing to be maintainable is by the word of god so do you need anything that requires maintenance in your life or something that requires uh, to, to be made manifest or something that requires production to get results then i bring you good news the word of god we produce results for you will maintain all things for you and the word of god will causes a thing to become in your future in the name of jesus praise god forevermore so going back to the text we read earlier i want us to deep dive into it to pull out a, a couple of things again genesis chapter 1 verse 11 to 12 this was the experience i had in my garden that led to this word that i believe god it will be a blessing to you the bible here says god said let the earth sprout vegetation whose seed whose uh, vegetation plants yielding seed and fruit trees bearing fruit according to their kind whose seed is in them upon the earth and it was so god said let the earth bring forth vegetation and it was so and from the time of creation up until now even up to nothing when I, I gathered that I had that in, gathered in my garden till a thousand years from now when I'm no longer on the earth this word never ceases to work I just want you to let that sink in but when God said to the to the earth let the earth the earth spring spring out sprout out vegetation what was on the earth there was nothing on the earth it was a barren land the land was just there just imagine the, those beautiful fields I used to see and you just love them so much imagine it was just plain dirt and God said let the dirt let the earth bring forth vegetation just imagine that own words words spoken on barren land dry ground brought forth vegetation and it is the, 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 the potency of the word of God causes this seed to self-replicate itself continually. God didn't have to do it again. The creative voice was spoken once. Okay, so we see now here that the word of God brought forth the vegetation out of the land. The same thing happened when God spoke to the sea. God told the sea to produce the fish. So, and this tells us of a key principle, right? That in any environment where something has been brought out, that environment remains the source for that thing and therefore if you take something out of its source it dies if you take fish out of water the fish dies 
if I uproot the, the, the plant now completely and uproot it completely, detach it from the ground, the plant dies. Am I making sense to you? If we detach you from God, you die. If we detach you from God, if there's a way in which you can be detached from God, then you cannot live. Let me also give you another example that will bless you. You know, the Bible says that when God created Adam in Genesis chapter 2, Adam was made from the ground. Adam was molded from the ground. And God breathed his breath into Adam. And Adam became a living soul. Please pay attention to this very carefully. Adam did not become a living, pulsating, active, living soul until the breath of God was breathed in, into his nostrils. So imagine you have a sculpture like this, just on the ground, nothing. Imagine made of wood, imagine made of metal, it doesn't matter. It's inert, inert. With all the organs, all the, the heart was there, the liver was there, the kidney was, everything was made, but inert. And God then breathed his breath, in, you know, his breath into the nostrils of Adam. And Adam then became a pulsating living soul, which means it was, it is the breath of God that brought life. The breath of God that brought life. Okay. Now, but the Bible then tells us in First Timothy, I believe chapter 3, that says, though all scripture is inspired by the breath of God. Essentially, the word of God is inspired. The scripture is inspired by the word by, by God Himself. That word inspired is the word God breathed. Which means when you read the Bible, you are not just reading the word of God, you are reading the breath of God. You have you are infusing into your system the breath of God Himself. And the same with the breath of God causes cost Adam to become a living, pulsating being. That is the same way the breath of God, the word of God, that is God inspired, that is breath breathed in by God Himself. That's the same when you are studying that word and you are meditating that word, you are eating that word as it were. You are taking in the breath of God, and when you take in the breath of God, you become alive. You become alive. So when we talk about the supremacy of the word of God, I'm saying to you, the word of God is the breath of God. The word of God is God himself. The word of God is no longer another person than Jesus. So when you are reading the written word, the written word talks about the living word. The living word is Jesus. So you must understand, people of God, that the word of God is not flippant. The word of God has the potential to create in the life of the person who embraces the word of God, what the word of God says. But there's an attitude of mind that is expected from you. There's an attitude of mind that is expected of, of, from you. You know, in the book of Genesis chapter 1, God created man, verse 27 to 28. God made us like himself. We were made in the image and likeness of God. And God blessed us. God says, we should dominate the earth. We should be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth, and dominate. Yeah? That's what God said. And God said to Adam and Eve, God said to them, Of all the tree in the garden, you may freely eat. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not, you shall not eat of it. So God gave them every tree to eat of. And God said, That tree don't eat of it. What did the devil do? When the devil came, the devil said, did God say you can you should not eat of every tree? The devil twisted the word of God. The devil caused Eve to focus on lack instead of abundance. God said you can eat of every tree. 
that's the voice of abundance the devil said mm, did god really say you should not eat of all three you know and say oh you know god said we should not eat this one essentially the devil twisted the attention of eve to focus on lack and when you start to focus on lack on what is not enough or what you don't have that is what you are going to keep having because you are going to detach yourself as it were from the supplies of god so earlier i said the word of god causes a thing to become the word of god produces a result the word of god maintains all things what gives me the audacity to make this statement hebrews 11 3 in the kjv says through faith we understand that the words were framed by the word of god so that the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear this is the king, king james version okay now you see if you go back to the text again through faith we understand what do we understand that the words now notice it's words plural the words not just the earth <laughs> it means everything in the solar system the universes were framed were framed by the word of god pay attention to this text i believe my team will put the text on the screen through faith this is not something you understand by logic you understand it by faith through faith we understand what do we understand that the words the earth the moon the star the galaxies the milky way were framed by the word of god which means the words something happened to the words by the word of god what happened to the words by the word of god framed now the focus of this text now is the word framed you see this word framed is from the greek word that is called katatizo and katatizo means a lot of things one of the things that katatizo means is to render a thing complete to render a thing complete through faith we understand that the words were made to be complete by the word of god do you know what what he's saying the grass that i had in the canter with in my garden that kept self-replicating that kept producing after its kind that when i caught it today three weeks later it grows again was made to be like that was catatizoed by the word of god which means the word of god will make you complete the word of god will make you complete that's actually what the bible says about father the the man of god will be thoroughly furnished unto good works by the word of god the word of god will educate you the word of god will keep you the word of god will teach you the word of god will help you the word of god will build you up the word of god will catatizode you so this word of god here rendered whatever the word of god comes in contact with it renders it to be complete the other thing it does it also mends what has been broken or what has what has been broken or what that need, which needs repair which means if there's something broken in your life a broken marriage broken relationship broken car <laughs> um broken job whatever it is that's broken in your life the word of god can catatizo it can repair it can mend it praise god okay the word of god can bring you to completion the word of god can fit out or equip put in order arrange or adjust the word of god you can use the word of god to arrange your house you can use the word of god to equip your life you can use, use the word of god to arrange your destiny you can use the word of god to do that right the word of god can frame you and prepare you the word of god can strengthen you 
The other can make you to be what you ought to be. I love that. Make one what you ought to be. The word of God can make you to be what you ought to be. So if you are going through a challenge right now, things are not looking as they look in your life, you know what, what you should be doing? Find the word of God for it and begin to speak it. The supremacy of the word of God means the word of God will work for you if you walk the word of God. Do not allow yourself to be deceived by the enemy. Do not allow yourself to be deceived by the enemy. The Bible says so that your faith will not be in the wisdom of men but in the power of God. The power of God is the gospel. The power of God is the gospel. The power of God is the word of God. The word of God is the power of God. So God wants your faith to be based on his promises, the word of God. So katatizo is a multifaceted word that carries a sense of repair and improvement. The word of God will repair you. The word of God will improve your life. The word of God will complete your life. The word of God will frame or prepare your life. If you're a child right now, it doesn't matter how old you are, you can use the word of God to shape your destiny. Over this course of this series, I'm going to be showing you how to do that, right? But I'm just setting the foundation so that your heart can really believe and grasp what I'm talking about here. Okay, let's go back to that Hebrews 11.3 again. The Bible says, in the KJV, it says, Through faith we understand that the words were catatizod, framed by the word of God. Why? Why was that done? So that things which are seen, what you are seeing with your eyes, were not made the reason why the word of god was used was so that things which you can see were not made from things which do appear now if this sounds a bit confusing let's look at another translation in the net version it says by faith we understand that the worlds were set in order at god's command why so that the visible has its origin in the invisible <laughs> do you understand what i'm saying here everything you see today has its origin in the invisible everything has its origin in the invisible everything has its origin in the invisible i want you to say that with me everything that i see today has its origin in that which cannot be seen now that makes it a bit exciting if you are looking for work and you have not seen the work the work already exists in the way in the invisible but how do you bring that invisibility to, visib to visibility by the word of God? Go back to that Hebrews 11.3. three says, By faith we understand that the worlds were set in order at God's command. The reason why the word of God was the instrumentality that was used to set the world in order is so that those things which we are seeing can be made from the invisible. Which is everything that you see today in the physical has its own source is origin in the invisible world and it is the word of god that is now used to set it in order and also to bring it to manifestation praise god so if the word of god therefore is the instrument of god's creation yeah it means the word of god is the raw material that brings to physical reality that which is not yet seen the word of god will bring materials from the unseen realm to make them manifest in the physical realm. I will say that over and over until you get it. Essentially, what I'm saying to you here is this. If you come to a place and you can't see anything, and you say, oh, but I want, I want a new house for myself. That house that you want for yourself already exists completed in the spirit. 
in the realm that your eyes cannot see. So the fact that you cannot see it does does not mean it doesn't exist. That's what I always say all the time. The fact that you have not seen it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. That because it is in the realm that I cannot see, the vehicle that God has put in place that he himself used to create the world was to call those things from the unseen realm into the physical realm. How? By his spoken word. By his spoken word. The reason why the word of God is used because the visible has its origin in the invisible. To manifest anything in the physical, I'll say that again and again and again until you get it. To manifest anything in the physical, which right now you don't have, you must use the word of God to manifest it. There's no other way. Later, I'm going to, in this series, I'm going to be talking to you about the power of your heart and your mouth, how the heart and your mouth must, must work together. As a matter of fact, for faith to work, it must be present in three places. Faith must be present in your heart. Faith must be present in the word of God. Faith must be spoken out of your mouth. Those three things must align. The word, written word, spoken word, and, and the word that is believed in the heart. Okay, so if you need a house, your house does not exist, what do you do? Begin to speak the, the house out, out of your mouth. Begin to say that out of your mouth. Remember, if you can see the picture in your mind's eye, it already exists. I was talking to my, my sister uh, yesterday and I said to her, oh, she says she wants a kind of house. And I said, look, look, even if you want to buy a house of 10 million pounds, that house already exists. The fact that you can see, you can even have the thought already that this is what you are looking for. That means it already exists for you to lay hold of. There's nothing in this world that you want that you cannot have. If you can just believe that these things already exist for you, right in the spirit okay now what i'm saying here does not make sense in the physical but listen the visible has its origin in the visible i want to say that again the visible has its origin in the invisible whatever i see in the world today whether it's my house or my car has its its its, its, its source its origin in that which my eyes cannot see and the fact that my eyes cannot see it People of God does not mean it doesn't exist. My eyes, my eyes cannot see it, right? My eyes cannot see what I'm, I want, but doesn't mean it doesn't exist. The, the visible has its origin in the invisible. All right, so whatever you want today that does, not, or that does not exist physically is already available in the spiritual. And the word of God is what you are going to use to bring that into reality. And that is the supremacy of the word of God. That's the supremacy of the word of God. If you go back to Genesis chapter 1 verse 1. Genesis chapter 1 verse 1. The Bible says in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. But how did God create the heavens and the earth? By the spoken word. He spoke the world. And the word came to be. He spoke the earth. He spoke the heavens. He spoke these things out of his mouth. And those things came out of his mouth. Now when he spoke them. That means they were already in his heart. He just spoke them out of his mouth. So that by the spoken word those things come, come those things came into existence if you align this truth now this truth i just mentioned genesis chapter 1 verse 1 in the beginning god created the heavens and the earth you know god bara the heaven and the earth god brought to life the, the heaven and the earth and you align that back to hebrews 11 3 which says that the world were framed by the word of god you have, you can essentially see that the worlds which include the earth and all the other bodies that you can see they were created, were framed, put in order by the word of the, by the by the word of the Lord, right? Um, it means that 
the heavens and the earth also were created by what? By the spoken word of God. By the word of the Lord. Alright? Yeah. So, and what this means is this. Whatever exists physically today already existed in the mind of God. The unseen reality. And if that thing already exists, already existed in the mind of God, and you do have the mind of God, it means that everything that you need has its source in God. Everything that you need has its source in God. I want to change the first statement I made before. I want you to read it like this. The visible has its origin in the invisible God. You know, before it has been, the visible has its origin in the invisible. Now I'm telling you what that invisible means. The invisible has its origin in the invisible God. To bring that invisibility to, to visibility, you must act like God acted. How did God act? How did God act? God spoke. Psalm 33 verse 9 in the NKJV says, For he spoke and it was done. He commanded and he stood fast. In the Passion Translation, he says, He breathed words. <laughs> he breathed words. And words were birthed. Oh my God. He breathed words. And words were birthed. Let there be. And there he was. Springing forth the moment he spoke. No sooner said than done. Now, the question now is, how did God speak? God spoke by faith. How do I know that? Well, Jesus Christ demonstrated God to us. He demonstrated how God spoke to us in the book of Mark 11, when he spoke to the fig tree. Go with me to Mark 11, verses 12 to 14, and verses 20 to 24. Yeah, as I begin to round up. The Bible says, and on the morrow, when they were come from Bethany, he was hungry. And seeing a victory afar off, having leaves, he came, if happily he might find anything thereon. And when he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for the time of figs was not yet. And Jesus answered and said unto it, No man eat fruit of thee hereafter forever. And his disciples heard it. And in the morning, as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. And Peter, calling to remember, said unto him, Master, behold, the fig tree which thou cursest is withered away. And Jesus Christ answered, saying to him, Have faith in God. Verse 23 For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto him, whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he says shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he says. Therefore I say unto you, What things you soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Now, when you look, this scripture, there are a number of things I can pick up from there, but I'm not going to dwell on that today. But I want to call on a couple of things. Number one, Jesus Christ answered the fig tree. Jesus Christ answered and said unto it, which means the fig tree was speaking to Jesus. You know, everything will speak to you. Your bank account will speak to you. Oh, there's not enough money. Your body will speak to you. Oh, there's sickness in my body. The doctor's report will speak to you. The person in your child's school will speak to you. Things speak to you. Whether 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 you hear whether you know those things speak to you uh, verbally that you can hear with your ears, 
or speak to you telepathically you know everything speaks everything speaks everything speaks now if everything speaks it also means that everything hears you know <laughs> something that i can't even share now but you know the house where i'm living in i've laid hands on the house said, this is my house nobody's going to take it from me because i said this this house the walls can hear so i lay hands on the walls and i prophesy over the house I've spoken to you before. There was time my car. I didn't have enough fuel. I lay hands on the car and I began to speak to the car. My my children know. You know there was a time we, we were, were. I don't want to call it that. The car was 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 trying to mess up. You know it was we we're having some kick kick problem with the car. You know when the car started to show some movement, I just begin to speak to. Her. I said, Oh man, my car. I love you so much. You are just a good car. You are going to take me to where I'm going. You know, my chance sort of think of oh, daddy, this is it's a bit weird. But I do it all the time, you know. I speak to things, you know. Why? Because I know this principle. Everything hears the voice of God. Why? Because everything speaks. So the tree spoke to Jesus. Jesus Christ replied it and said, You spoke to me a lie. Nobody will out of you ever. It was word of faith. But how do I know it's a word of faith? When they were surprised the next day that the tree had actually died. Jesus Christ taught them a lesson. He said, have faith in God. In fact, in the in the other translation, the KJV says, have the faith of God. Have the faith of God. God is a faith God. And faith speaks. God speaks faith. God acts faith. God speaks in faith. God acts in faith. And faith is believing that whatever you say you are going to get, you are going to get it. So when you say we are going to do so and so and so, don't doubt yourself. Don't say, ah, what if it doesn't happen? When you are doing that, you are not walking in faith. But when you speak and say we are going to do so and so by the power of the Holy Ghost, in the name of Jesus Christ, and you believe it, then you are acting in faith. So Jesus Christ essentially taught us that, that what was accomplished by the withering of the fig tree was what spoken in faith. And is admonishing us, you and me, to have such a faith or demonstrate such a faith. How do we demonstrate such a faith? By speaking. When you speak in faith, you shall have what you have said. If you go to the, towards the end of this scripture that we just read in verse 24, it says, Therefore I say unto you, whatsoever thing you desire, when you pray, when you pray, what do you do? You speak words. When you pray, believe that you have received them and you shall have them. Now look at verse, verse 23. It says, for verily, After I say you shall have the faith of God, it said, said, For verily I say unto you, Whatsoever you shall, whosoever, that's anybody who can say unto this mountain, be removed, mountain, be removed, and be, and be cast into the sea. I say to you, be removed, and be cast into the sea. Be removed, and be cast into the sea. If anybody can say, be removed, and be cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart. Now, it's not talking about a physical mountain here. It's talking about whatever represents the mountain in your life. If you can call it by name and say, get out of here in the name of Jesus, and you don't doubt in your heart, and believe that that which you have spoken will come to pass, you shall have what you say. You shall have what you say. You shall have what you say. So you need to speak it in faith without doubting. Then you shall have what you say. So so you must speak. When you speak in faith, you shall have what you have said. Why is that? Because of the supremacy of the word of God. The word of God bring, brings things from the unseen realm to the physical realm. The word of God is spirit and the word of God is life. Which means words are spiritual. So we think of oh, what are not what are what are just random stuff is not. 
The other day I was driving to my children to school and I was asking them the question. I said, if somebody were to ask you, what is the one phrase that your father says all the time that, that you, should, you remember your father by? And they said, oh, your words have power. Your words have power. We all started laughing. Yeah, because I say that all the time. Words are not ordinary. So don't say to me, oh, my head is aching me. Things are going down in my life. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't care. Don't tell me words of negativity. Don't tell me words of uh, words that exacerbate bad things in your life. That's not what I want to hear. The Bible says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. If you are redeemed of the Lord, then say so out of your mouth. Does that mean if something untowardly is happening in my life, I will keep quiet? No. I can say, oh, I have pain in my knee, but by the strength of Jesus, I'm healed. This is where I'm coming from. I counter the negativity, you know, with the, with the right word of God because I need, because the Bible says I will have what I say. So, because I want to have healing in my body, I will keep declaring what God says about my body. I'll say, body, hear the voice of the Lord. You are healed. You are blessed. You are well in the name of Jesus. All right. So, the word of God is spirit and life, which means the word of God is spiritual. When you speak the word of God out of your mouth, that word of God is like disembodied spirit. When you say, it is well with me, even though it is not well with you physically. When you say, it is well with me. The word of God coming out of your mouth, according to what the Bible, the Bible says, it is well with the righteous. Say unto the righteous, it shall be well with you. That's what the word of God says. So because the word of God says, say unto the righteous, it shall be well with you. If you say, it is well with me in the name of Jesus Christ, when it is not really well with you, what you are doing is that the, the words will go out of your mouth. If you can see in the spirit, in the spirit what is happening, the words will go out of your mouth and it will be, it, 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 it will, it's, it, that, those words are spirits. The words are spirit moving around and they will bring back to you healing, wellness to your body. Why? Because you have declared it out of your mouth. Remember where the word of a king is, there's power. Because you are a child of God, you are royalty, which means your word also, your words also carry power. Your words carry power. Where the word of a king is, there is power. So it is in the word of the king, that's where the power is. So don't say uh, my words are nothing, it's just it's just I'm just joking. Don't joke about bad things. Don't joke. I, I don't joke, I don't joke nasty stuff. I don't care. I don't I don't play with words. I don't say, oh man, things are going there. I don't I won't do that. Why? Because I know my words carry power. Do you see where I'm coming from now? Alright, so the word of God is spirit and life. Jesus Christ says to them, the words I speak unto you are spirit and life. Which means the word of God is spiritual and the word of God produces life. The word of God produces life. The word of God produces life. So as you speak the word of God over your life, the word of God will produce life in your life. And the other thing I want to, to, to point out is that if the word of God is spirit and it's life, it also means that the word of God has no limitation or boundary. I want that to sink into your subconscious. The word of God has no limitation or boundary. So several years ago, we used to run what they call a Logos group. I'm sure maybe I've shared this to you before. And why when Logos group in one of our sisters' house, uh, um, one of our sisters in the, in the house, somebody called us from the U.S. and said, um, our husband, we didn't, know, we didn't even know who the person is, the husband just walked out of the house and... Uh, um, maybe the man wants to walk out of the marriage or just abandon everybody and just walk away. And they, they've been trying to look for him and they couldn't find him. They've called everywhere, they couldn't find him. I said to them, don't worry, we're going to pray for him. And so as I was praying, you know what we did? I prayed with my brethren with me. We held hands, we started praying for this person. We started calling and commanding for him to go back to the house. We started commanding that everywhere he's, he's at to be, so, to be so restless that he, he wants to go back to his family. 
and as we pray i was using my imagination to see him whatever is and seeing these words that we're speaking going through the waves going to the ether going to the waves and going to this wavelength and you know permitting the atmosphere around him and flowing through his ears and changing his mind and guess what happened i think it was 10 hours later or a couple of hours later the lady called back and said look he just walked back to the house why the word of god when you speak the word of god with faith in your heart you will get results so the word of god is spirit it has no boundary and it's not flippant it's not just uh, just word it's not just words so speak the word of god over your life if you use the word of god over any situation consistently you would get results where the word of a king is there's power where the word of a king is there's power ecclesiastes chapter 8 verse 4 says that where the word of a king is there's power and who may say unto him what do I start? You see, like when you are acting like a king and speaking like a king, no situation in this life will say to you, Why are you acting like that? Everything will bow to you. Why? Because you are acting like a king will act. Power is released by the spoken words. Power is released by the spoken words. You want to see a greater manifestation of the power of God in your life? Begin to speak in faith. Begin to release those that, that thing by power out of your mouth. Begin to speak power out of your mouth. So what would you like to give voice to today? This month, the word that the Lord gave me this month is give voice to the word of God. Give voice to the word of God. So this month, we're going to be doing a lot of affirmation. But I'm just setting the, 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 I'm setting the, the, ground, ground, uh, the ground here for you so that you can know faith works. Faith works. But faith is released by speaking. So you need to open your mouth and give voice to the word of God so that the word of God can work for you. The Bible says, by faith we believe that the word was formed, formed or framed by the word of God. So that those things that are visible are made from things that are invisible. So what do you need the Lord to do in your life this coming week? If it's not physically available, great. Actually, that's a good raw material for, for miracles, right? Then, begin to speak the word of God over that thing and say, I have a good job. I have a great family. I have my own son. I have my own daughter. I'm blessed with the fruit of the womb. My career, my career is promising and prospering. You know, thank God for my new house. Thank God for my new job. Thank you for inflow of income to me in left, right, and center. You know what I mean? You begin to say those things. You begin to affirm them. As you affirm them, hold the right picture in your heart. Hold the right picture in your heart. All right. So this is where I will stop today. Uh, but I, got, I just got a prayer here that I wanted to pray together with me as a random. Okay? Remember, the word of God is supreme. The supreme, the supremacy of the word of God, which means the word of God has the highest authority in this life. And therefore, if the word of God works and continues to work on the vegetation up until today, the word of God spoken over your life or the word of God that you found in the word of God, the promise of God you found in the Bible, will work for you if you continue to voice the same thing that God says, you must agree with God by saying what he will say or what he has said over any situation. All right? That's the way, that's the way this thing works. Okay? I want you to have faith in the word of God this month. This month, we are going to give voice to the word of God. If you missed last week, last week's message, it was re-premiered on, it was premiered on Wednesday, Bible study. Please go back on YouTube and watch it or you can, uh, yeah, go back to, to YouTube and watch it. That's where you can see um, uh, 
I think we, we placed we, we dropped one in there but one of the things that the Lord told me last week was we should be in the season to expect the 12 month miracles so which means you are meant to come you know starting from this June to begin to incubate and dream big dreams what do you want to have over the next 12 months let's say for example you're making a million a year now you want to you want to make that five million next year maybe you you need uh, a better job maybe you are at the lower rung now you want to get it to a higher level see yourself there all right now i'm not asking you to use logic i'm asking you to just believe for it right as you believe for it i'm going to then be taking you through sessions on this platform on how to ensure that your words and the pictures you are holding in your heart align with the picture that you have written that did not did the, the 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 goal that you have written down also i ask for people to come back at 3 30 today for the communion service because i'm going to be praying over those dreams so that in the next 12 months you will have testimonies to share but please remember the word of god is a supreme authority it's supreme authority in our lives all things are held together by the word of god the atom and the subatomic level the structure of the atom and the atomic level is held together by the same word of god i'm saying speak that word of god out of your mouth over any situation and you will get results praise god now say this prayer with me say heavenly father i covenant with you now to always give voice to your word i never give voice to the words of the enemy i declare that i'm redeemed of the lord and i've been delivered from the powers of darkness i'm redeemed from sickness i'm redeemed from poverty and I'm redeemed from spiritual death. Therefore, I forbid sickness or disease to operate in my body. For my body is a temple of the Holy Ghost. Body, I'm speaking to you now. This is like calling the mountain. Call the mountain by name and say to you, get out of here. Just like Jesus Christ taught us, right? Body, I'm speaking to you. Call your body by name. If you need healing, let's say in your lungs, in your pancreas, in your bowel in your head whatever area that you need healing call you by name i say you know my head i charge you i'm speaking to you here hear the voice of the lord okay you understand what i'm saying okay let's let's go back body i'm speaking to you i charge you in the name of the lord jesus christ and by the authority of the holy word that you are healed and made whole in the name of jesus galatians chapter 3 verse 13 is flowing in my bloodstreams now, what is Galatians 3 verse 13? The Bible says we are redeemed from the cause of the law. For Christ became a cause for us. Because he, he hung on the, on the tree. Alright, so because Christ hung on the cross, he became a cause for us. And because Christ became a cause for us, we have been redeemed. We have been bought back, bought out of the slave market. We are redeemed. Redeemed from sickness or poverty or anything that will put us in bondage. We are redeemed. We have been set free from it. So, Galatians 3 verse 13 is flowing in my bloodstream transforming my body and causing my body to conform to the word of God my body conforms to the word of God my body conforms to the word of God I am far from oppression and fear does not come near me no weapon that is formed against me will prosper but whatever I do will prosper no weapon formed against me will prosper but whatever I do will prosper I boldly declare that I will walk in prosperity, I will walk in divine health, I will walk in the peace of mind in the name of Jesus. 
Your word, O God, causes me to prevail. Your word, O God, causes me to prevail. In the name of Jesus. Praise God forevermore. All right, that's about how much we can do today. Again, this is a part one of the series of messages I'm going to teach on the supremacy of the word of God. But I want you to draw a line in the sand and say, and say to yourself, the word of God is going to be my numero uno, my number one. I will make every decision in life going forward based on the, the revelation of the word of God, specifically based on the revelation of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, specifically based on the revelation of the finished work of Jesus Christ. When you are looking at life, look at life from the point of view of what has Christ achieved for me through his death, burial, resurrection, and ascension. And therefore, sit down there and make that your reality by speaking those words out of your mouth in tandem with what the word of God says. Praise God forevermore. Let us pray. Wonderful Father, I just want to thank you for today. Thank you for the opportunity to share your word with your people. Lord, I pray that you encourage us. I pray somebody will leave here, oh Lord, today with an understanding to become tenacious in the pursuit of the word of God, to make the word of God number one in the way we approach the word of God, in the way we relate to the word of God, in the way oh Lord, we use the word of God in the name of Jesus Christ. Help us not to trivialize the word of God by our experiences or by the experiences of others that we may hold in high regard. Help us almighty God to know that the word of God always works because everything in the universe responds to the word of God. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for your faithfulness. We give you praise and we worship you. In Jesus' name, we pray. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Now, if you, um, if you have not given your life to Jesus, you just need to believe in your heart that Jesus Christ died for you, and you need to confess that with your mouth. If you do that, the Bible says you are saved. All right. So, if you want to give your life to Jesus Christ, I just want you to put your hands over your chest and say with me, "Dear Jesus, I believe that you died for me. I give my life to you. Receive me." And I also receive you as my Lord and Savior. Thank you for having me. You are now my Lord and my Savior in Jesus' name. If you believe that in your heart and you speak out of your mouth, the Bible says that you are saved. God bless you real, real good. I'll be speaking to you another time. God bless you. Thank you for worshiping with us. We hope you enjoyed the sermon. We were blessed to have you. We hope to see you again on Wednesday for midweek service at 6 p.m. UK time, morning prayers every Saturday at 6 a.m. UK time, and Sunday service at 8 a.m. UK time. The replay for today's service will premiere on YouTube. For love offering, kindly use the bank details on your screen, or you can scan the QR code on your screen to give via PayPal. Would you like us to pray with you? Kindly click the link that pops up in the live chat and fill the form or you can visit our website at www.thelightshouse.org and fill the request form. You can now book a counseling or prayer session with Pastor Davis on Calendly. Visit the link on the website or in the description box and follow the instructions to book a session. Follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and TikTok on the username that is displayed on the screen don't forget to comment like and share our messages until next time remain in your identity in christ jesus
unstoppable, immeasurable. Nothing can compare to you because you are God. God all by yourself. Nothing added, nothing missing. You are everything encompassing. And that's why I will praise you. Oh, 